Live from State Street in the heart of Chicago, you are listening to the new home of the Chicago Bears. Chicago Bears. ESPN Chicago. And this is Carmen and Yurko. Live from the old National Bank Studio. WMVP WSHE. HD2 Chicago. A good Karma Brands radio station. Beautiful fall Monday. It's Kermit and Dirk back from the weekend live in the old National Bank State Street Studios. Watch us on Twitch. Watch us on YouTube. Plenty of ways to watch and listen. We got a lot going on as we recap week 10. Still one game to go tonight from Orchard Park. Then it's uh, week 11. The Bears will be playing at the Lions. Picked up an impressive road win, if you want to call it a road win. Yesterday against the Chargers in L.A. We got Craig Council being introduced as the new Cub manager. A lot of buzz that the Cubs are right there in the Otani sweepstakes. Remember, they finished second years ago when he chose the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. So uh, a lot to break down from the weekend, my friend. How was your trip to uh, Tampa? Exceptional. Yeah? Uh, University of South Florida, big winners. Yes. They play at Raymond James Stadium. They do not fill Raymond James Stadium. It's a big stadium to fill. You but know? I think they had 12,000 uh, of the most passionate fans you could find. Well, that's good. Yeah, and they ended up winning. They got, jumped out to a big lead, and they held on for victory. I believe it was 27-23. So they don't have their own stadium. They don't have a no, campus they play, stadium. No, they play right? at Raymond James. So that's a big yeah. stadium to fill. It's a huge stadium yeah. to fill, yeah. And uh, if one more victory and one in the final two weeks, they become bowl eligible. Good for them. So All they're right. looking to go to a bowl somewhere, have themselves a little bit of fun. I love it. Little yeah. Merck's uh, on that staff Graduate down there. Graduate assistant down there, hoping to get himself a full-time gig somewhere. Fantastic. Told him coaching convention in, in January. Shake some hands. That's what you got to do. Do a little networking. That's right, yes. Have a couple cocktails with the fellas. Uh, interesting day around the NFL yesterday. And... You could look at Cincinnati blowing a game in a lead at home. You could look at Baltimore blowing a big lead uh, in a division game at home. And you could say, well, it's bad football. But I think for the first time all year, it was some of the most exciting football. The close to the noon window was fantastic. And maybe I was just more juiced up because I had some buddies over and we were watching games without the Bears playing yesterday. I took it as an opportunity to invite some guys over. Let's watch football. Sure, have a little Got the bourbon. two TVs. Yeah, I made some food. You made some barracuda I, for I them. I did. That, yeah, that, that beautiful fact. Mexican I food. I caught the barracuda. What you have? Barbacoa. Barbacoa. Yeah. Some smoked chicken wings. Yeah. yeah. You know, I cooked. We, we, I entertained. We watched games. And maybe because there's a bunch of guys like totally into what was happening at the close of that window, it just like... I felt more juiced up, but I don't remember feeling that way through the first nine weeks. I'm like, this is great. Got all these games coming down to a field goal and wildness happening and crazy interceptions and great plays being made. I thought it was thrilling. Uh, the the, the uh, Lions-Chargers game was great. It's yeah. like the anti-Thursday night game Bears and Panthers where you say, well, you love defense. You might like a good old-fashioned 16-13 taffy yeah. pull. Me, not so much. I'd rather have Lions-Chargers. The Chargers scored a touchdown on each of their final five possessions. And it still wasn't enough, Yerk, as they lost to the Detroit Lions. But I'd much rather just for what, I don't know why, and listen, whatever floats your boat, but I'd much rather watch the 41-38, like watch Jared Goff and Amon Ross St. Brown and Justin Herbert and Keenan Allen go nuts, like, Give me that game over the the 10-6 taffy pull in the morning in Germany. That was awful. Right, so I, I... I got all the. Uh, I landed at about two. I got home uh, just to watch the end of the first 
games, right? So now I'm sitting there relaxing, and I'm like, all right, I'm going to get this Cowboys game in here, right? Oh, boy. Cowboys, yeah, yeah. Giants, <laughs> Tommy DeVito, blah, 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 doesn't do his laundry. Lives at home. Mom does it all, blah, blah, blah. What a story. And that game was over before it even started. Yeah, it was like 28 nothing yeah. at the half, That right? game was finished. It was, was over, which should, you know, which allowed you a chance to relax and set yourself up for the night game. Yeah. All right, fine. That one's going to be a dud. Who cares? We got ourselves a night game going on. And though the Raiders and Jets was... Uh, complicated by horrific quarterback play. Not a horrific. Sometimes they look like they're competent quarterbacks. Zach Wilson at times looked yeah. like a competent quarterback. And I go, that's an athletic play right there. And the, only to be besieged with terrible, terrible quarterbacking and the pass rush getting to the quarterback. Yeah. And Max Crosby should have had him a couple of handful of times. He probably should have had seven sacks yesterday. Crosby's a beast. I don't know what he finished with. Maybe two? Every game. One and a half. But he should have had seven. This is how that game ended. But, like, to your point. And that was a Hail Mary at the end that I thought they were going to get. Both Jets players got in each other's way. I know. The tight end and uh, Garrett Wilson. Uh, this is how that game really, for all intents and purposes, ended last night. Wilson throws in traffic. It's picked off by Robert Spillane. Spillane taking off. He's down at the 40-yard line. Robert Spillane's really a cool story. He's a Chicago kid. Right. He's Johnny Latner's grandson, if I'm not mistaken. The former oh, the great Johnny Latner. He's the former Notre Dame Notre quarterback. Dame quarterback sure. was a Heisman Trophy winner. Robert Spillane went to Fenwick, uh, right here he on the near west side. He was a friar. He was a He's friar. a friar. Yeah. He's kind of bounced around the league a little bit, and really for the first time has had an opportunity this year to become a full-time starter. And he's played great. I think that was like his third interception of the year. Uh, it was a super just like headsy athletic play. I was showing Yurko and I were looking at the tape of it upstairs because I was asking him, is there something Alan Lazard could have done more? Like how much at fault is Zach Wilson? Because he, he was playing great on that drive. Like all of a sudden, to your point, Zach Wilson looked like he's making plays. And it's just a super great athletic play more than anything else and great recognition by Spillane. And when local guys do it, you like to give them right. credit and you like Absolutely. to shout them out a little bit. So, Undrafted. It was undrafted, undrafted player. Yeah, signed with the Titans. That was another game that was like oddly intriguing, even though there was one touchdown in that game, right? Yep. It was mostly boring. It was mostly just like ugly football and two bad teams. Uh, but it was still like oddly exciting and compelling until that final drive and that final interception. So it was kind of a wild day of football. The day started with the game that, quite frankly, the league has to be embarrassed that they put on full display in Germany. Uh, the, the Patriots and Colts, my God. 10-6. to six. By the end of the game, Mac Jones is being benched for Bailey Zappi. It almost kind of feels like the Pats are in full. We might as well tank mode. I don't know what's going to happen with Belichick at the end of the year. Maybe Kraft goes to him and says, look, you can't have full autonomy anymore. we got to bring in a, a decision maker, a personnel guy. Our roster stinks. You are largely the reason because of that. That roster flat out stinks. And no amount of coaching genius is going to bail it out. I don't think that Bill Belichick has suddenly gotten dumb or forgotten how to coach football. He has no real talent on that team. York. Certainly offensively, there are just no difference makers. And I don't know if the the Bel- if the the um the crafts go to him and say, "Look, we got to we need a, a separation here uh, of at least of the kind of there's one coaching craft. power you have yeah. and the kind of uh, decision making There's power one craft that does that. Bill, uh, Robert, that's me. it. He's yeah. the one that sits him down and says, it's been one hell of a run. Uh, yeah, yeah. Tremendous. 
Yeah, and that's it. But does he fire him as coach, do you think, or does he tell him we got to break up the, the decision-making If you process? don't want to coach anymore, you're not going to coach here. Oh, wow. You don't if think you, so? If you don't want to coach, you know, anymore, i got a place up top. Hmm. Uh, Emiratus, you know, uh, more uh, of a celebrate, like a celebration position where you've done so much, we're just going to move you upstairs. You come in, you wave your hand, you sit next to me on Sundays. Because I wonder if he's thinking. If you don't want to coach. If you don't. Like, I'm wondering if he's thinking, I'll still be here. I'm Bill Belichick. Yeah, but if you want to coach. And is he tanking for a top pick now, you I know? Don't know? But if you don't want to coach, you got to go. Hmm. And they had the 15th pick that one year, and that's when they ended up taking Mac Jones. He's the fifth quarterback out of the five that were coming out in the first round that year. He's just not that good. Well, I hear a lot. Even very, very well respected uh, voices in the NFL. Uh, space, whether it's analysts or some of the gambling people, uh, they, they it's like a lot of times it's, well, Mac Jones isn't as bad as everybody thinks. And if you look at some of the analytics, I watch Mac Jones play, and I, I, I think he's as bad as everybody thinks. I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy. He also has zero around him, and I mean zero. So maybe that's got something to do with it. But I don't see a good quarterback. I don't see a quarterback that makes good decisions. I don't see a quarterback that's got a particularly strong arm. I don't see a quarterback that's particularly mobile. I, I don't really you see You don't see it. a lot. I, I don't see it. I don't know. Uh, as things pertain to the Bears and the top pick, you know, like, are the Pats, how many more games are the Patriots going to win, for crying out loud? They're 2-8 and eight picking third right now, according to Tankathon. The Giants, after another loss, are 2-8 and eight picking second, and the Panthers, which is the Bears, let's face it, you know, that, that's the that's Bears. That's the Bears pick. The Panthers are picking first. At one and eight, the Cardinals pick fourth at two and eight. That's a big win yesterday for the Cardinals. That's good for the Bears, I should say. Yes, the Bears are picking fifth right now, according to Tankathon. So it's picks one and five. Then it's Packers, Rams, Titans, Broncos, Falcons to round out your top ten, six through ten. So as things pertain to the Bears, like Cardinals getting a win is good for them. Patriots losing another another game probably not. If Tommy DeVito is the starter in New York the rest of the year, New York's not winning a game. So yeah, that's, that's not great for the Bears. Yeah. Are the yeah, Patriots? They've got problems. Yeah. New York Giants got problems. Are the and Patriots you, you tanking? Can see, you can see the, the players also frustrated. Oh, yes. They're very frustrated. Yes. Are the Pats tanking? And is that going to, you know, is that going to push the I don't know. I mean, I'm just like, we've, we're, we're starting week 11 right, after who's tonight. Who's not tanking? I don't think the Rams are tanking. They no, lost I their don't, quarterback. I don't I don't think they want to tank. They, 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 they're three and six just because they're not that good. I don't. Stafford's injured too. Am, am I wrong? Uh, Stafford, Stafford injured, Stafford, but I mean, he's, he's not. But Stafford beat, will be back this right, year, right? But they've beat the living eight shot of that poor kid. Yes, they have. Right. So yes, they a, have. They were three and three at one point. Now they're uh, three and six. Yeah. So you got to worry about three lost teams. The Falcons are trying to win games. They're not trying to intentionally lose. No, games. I don't think so. They're in a winnable division, even yeah. though they've lost three in a row. They've looked terrible. Right. Tampa. Tampa's well, not trying tanking. to win. Everybody's trying to, trying to win. The Giants are there. The Commandos. They're trying to win. The I think. Con- they, yeah, the Commodores. I think, I think Ron Rivera is probably trying to win for his job. I think he's trying to win for his job also. All right, so there's another. Denver Broncos are trying to win. They're not trying to lose. No, I don't think so at they're all. They're trying right. to win. They're not in a position where they want to get a quarterback. They're paying a quarterback. They got to win. The Titans are a little bit of a, a, a curious case. Right? The Titans, curious case. They just what drafted a quarterback, but do, do they yeah. like him? Do they not? Well, like, Will what? Levis just started to play also. I know. So I don't know that they're a tanking team. I think the Giants at this point, the Pats and the Panthers, 
are tanking teams. I don't even know what the hell the Cardinals are doing. I mean, Kyler's back. They got to win yesterday in the closing minutes. Again, this, this kind of stuff is good for the Bears. Good snap. And the kick is good. And the Arizona Cardinals have won it here in Week 10. By the way, is that Matt Prater kicking field goals still for them? Like the Matt Prater? Like, I believe so, yeah. Why do I feel like Matt Prater's got to be 42? I think there's Maybe only... he is. I don't know. I guess he can kick forever. Like, Matt Prater feels like he's been around forever. I was like, oh, there's Matt Prater lining up for a field I goal. I think there's 39. Only... 39, okay. Besides the Panthers, who are trying to play well, I think the two teams that are tanking are the Giants. Yes. Right? And New England. Those are your two teams. Yeah, I think you're. I think that that collection. And again, and right now, you already. And, so if the best you could pick is fourth, but that also goes with what your expectations are for the Bears the rest of the yeah, year. Yeah, I was thinking about that. Like the Bears are probably going to look. The Bears. I, are I hope probably, the Bears are picking fifteenth for. Well, that ain't going to happen, though, is it? What's going to stop us from letting that happen? You think they'll pick fifteenth potentially? I'm hoping mm. they pick fifteenth. It means that Justin Fields is playing yeah, well. Yeah, the Bears yeah. are playing well. Don't you think the Bears oh. will get to six wins probably? You know, they've got Atlanta. They've got Arizona on the schedule. You probably win a game that you don't think you're going to win. You could just as easily say you might lose a game you don't think you're going to well, lose. Well, it starts with Detroit. starts with Detroit. This weekend. Detroit gave up some points. They, they gave up 38 now. Yeah, they, and the Bears, also Justin Herbert Bears scored against Detroit last year. They did. They blew it. Remember? remember? The Bears scored against Detroit last year. So that's something to think about too. Yeah. Uh, all right, tanking teams, uh, the race to number one for the Bears. Who's going to be the biggest competition as we, uh, after tonight, we'll enter week 11 of the NFL season. Kind of feels like the Patriots at this point are. I don't know if Belichick is even certain about his future. Uh, it sure seems like the Giants are at this point. But every loss for the Panthers is a good one. The Bears did a good job in week 10 to hand them one. And now you just got to cheer for more Panthers losses. Where were the Bears? Where are the Bears going to finish ultimately? How many more wins you see? over these final stretch of games now that they're down to uh, just seven to go. 312-332-3776. Craig Council was introduced to the media today. We'll play some of that sound. We might even get Council on. Jesse was working on that for us. Lots to react to from the weekend. We want to take your phone calls. It's Carmen and York. We'll be right back. Working from home? We're back in the office. Don't miss a minute of Carmen and Yurko. Just ask your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000. In and All right. Hope everyone's having a great Monday. Hope you had a great weekend. It's Kermit and Yurk. Crosstalk with Waddle and Sylvia a little bit later on. Black and Abdallah tonight, 6 to 8. J-Mo's live in Mokina. Oh, it's a great place. They're going to have fun. They got a Bears night in Chicago with Miller Lite. The Miller Lite will be cold. And T.J. Edwards will join the boys later tonight. T.J. Edwards set a, a Bears franchise record. When you're a linebacker and you're setting Bears franchise records, yeah, it's nice. Some of it could speak to uh, some of the issues they've had across their defensive line when a linebacker racks up these kinds of stats. But I believe he's got the most tackles in franchise history through 10 games. Isn't that, guys, do you know that stat? Do I have that right? I thought I saw that last week after the win. You should bring it up with TJ if indeed I do have that stat correct. I think he set a Bears all time franchise record. All time record. I'm pretty sure. Tackler. Yes. How many of those tackles did he force a fumble? Yurko, I don't know. Now, I don't, I'm just asking a, a general question. <laughs> of those tackles, how many of those tackles have resulted in a forced fumble? I can fumble? tell you how many forced fumbles he's got on there. Yeah, do that. Uh, he's got one. He's got okay. one forced fumble. How many tackles? He has 112 tackles. Yeah, one. and that uh, made him the first player in Bears history in, to total 110 tackles through the first 10 weeks. There you go. 
So it's a franchise record for, for the Bears. One force fumble. Well, okay, why do you know? Black and Abdallah, don't bring that up with them tonight, bring guys. All right, Don't be Yurko. Don't we be can a play jag. the audio of Yurko. Ask him, why, why is he just a grabber? So Yurko why, wants to... why, why doesn't he hit with impact? He's doing his job. Doing his job. <laughs> doing my job, Mom. How many forced fumbles did you have? Me? Yeah. Um, you can look it up. I can tell you. How many sacks did you have? You can look Nine up. and a half. Not enough. <laughs> did you say sex or sex? You tell me. <laughs> Not enough in each case. <laughs> Yurko had. I think it's nine and a half Yurko, to both answers. Now, I don't know. Is it, could this be right or is this a factual error? I mean, what? Uh, you had one forced fumble. That's it? Yeah. Well, I didn't have you that many two tackles. Fu- you had two fumble recoveries. No, only one. That's not true. They've got you as two at Pro That's Football. Wrong. I only recovered one fumble. It was one of my last games the, I ever played. The, the Bear game was one of them, wasn't it? Bear game. What fumble didn't did I recover fumble, in the Bear game? Or did game? you force a fumble? Didn't you, fumble, didn't you recover a fumble with Jayville? Um, or did you force a fumble? I felt like you forced a fumble in that game. No? I thought you did. The week no. one when you guys played the Bears. No, no. Ty Halleck fumbled. I didn't recover it. I knocked Ty Halleck away from the football, and somebody else recovered okay, it. Okay, maybe that's No, all I'm thinking. saying is, okay, a guy's got a lot of tackles. Thinking. Great. And he, he does. So he gets to the tackles, right? How impactful are his tackles? He's usually running unencumbered to the ball making his tackles. Most of the time, he's not taking on a linebacker falling off and making a play. Life's a little different as a defensive lineman when you're sitting there entangled with an offensive lineman, and he's on your back while you're trying to make a tackle and make a hit. So that, that's what I'm saying. 113 tackles, great. It's fantastic. What is it? He's doing his job, right? Yes. Doing he's his job. doing his job. He's doing his job. Can we, do, can we do a little bit more than our job? Well, he's, gonna, uh, he's doing a little bit extra tonight by driving to Mokina to spend the That's night. That's a long way to Black come out there Adama. for you guys. Uh, yeah, so. 294. He doesn't even realize the traffic. Uh, he's going to hit the long way. You I be, mean, it's a long way. It's on the I, exit on 57. I hope you guys are paying him double for tonight. That's a long way from like 294 to 57, <laughs> over on 80, south on LaGrange Road, LaGrange Road, or right on 191st, and you'll get there right away. J-Mo's live in Mokino with Black is. and Abdallah tonight. You guys will have fun. The important thing is you're going to have fun. The, and the run defense is the number one run defense in uh, the NFL. Uh, so, since since week five, the Bears metrically have the yeah. best run defense in the league. Yeah. And you can tell him that I'm proud of the fact that they can stop the run. They've been great at it lately. We'll, we'll pass it along. Pass that yeah. along. Yeah, we'll pass it along. I'm very proud of the fact they can yeah. stop the run. Because you know how many, how many yards they gave up rushing the football last year against Detroit in the second game in Detroit? Anybody want to guess? 200. Over 200. 265 to be exact. Jesus. And it would have been been 268 if the backup quarterback, Nate Sudfeld, didn't step back three times. Oh, my God. Yeah. 265. 268. 268. So they took a knee three times and it became 265. So it's important for T.J. Edmonds to tackle. Or Edwards. What I say? Edmonds. T.J. Edwards to tackle, right, and force some fumbles. 265 yards. That's ugly. That is ugly. I'm doing a little studying here right now. I guess you are. For my keys to the game I got a good little tidbit for you guys on Bears-Lions in terms of the point spread coming up here. Yeah, brought to you by Verdoliak Law Group, by the way. Yes, for the Verdoliak Law Group. That's right. Say it twice. The Verdoliak Law Group. Eddie's on the north side on ESPN 1000. Hello, Edward. Hey, Carmen, you're just like, I I know you guys know it already, just how good Tom Brady was. I mean, they just slapped anything out there for him. And he made them stars. I mean, you know, Julian Edelman, this a, a Super Bowl MVP, without without a quarterback right there. Look what Belichick looks like. Nothing. 
It's hard without a quarterback. Now, I didn't expect them to be in this much disarray. But, yes, when you lose a quarterback that's maybe the best of all time, Eddie, it's never going to be as easy. It's never going to look the same. Uh, that's for sure. Uh, there's there's a lot. Like, there's just there is such a dirt the town on that team. And whether it's guys he overpaid in free agency or some of the swings and misses in the draft, uh, it's, it's especially in terms of offensive players, uh, it's glaring. And it's why they, they wow. quite frankly, are awful. They are a terrible watch. It's not even a team you want to have on the TV on an NFL Sunday at this point. You're They're bad that now. bad in New England. But Givens is a pretty good player. David Givens was good. Uh, Randy, another guy. Randy Moss was amazing. Well, Randy Moss was fantastic. I, I, for what, tells two, three me, years, they had him. Something tells me Rob Gronkowski was going to be great no matter where yeah. he went. I mean, Gronk yeah. is a freak. Gronk right. was great. Yeah. Um, Edelman may be a little bit more of the system guy, I guess you'd say. Maybe Welker and Edelman a little bit more of the system guys, but... I don't know. I mean, they had Amendola for a while too. They didn't did. They? He's probably the Daniel. ultimate system guy. Yeah. I would say. Welker and, and Edelman were better than Amendola. Well, I think they had identified at least for a slot receiver what it is and what skills you were looking for. Yeah. That fast twitch little jitterbug at the slot position was more important than overall speed. Yeah. You know, so at least they got that. They figured that out, and then they kind of utilized that and took advantage of it for a long time. That's a good point. Nick's in Louisville on ESPN One Thousand. Hey, Nick. Hey, guys. Hey, I got a question for you, Carmen and Yurko. Um, I'm not a big parlay guy, but my cousin and I decided to put one together over the weekend. Uh, did a seven leg, uh, oh $10, $10 parlay, and it all culminates tonight with Buffalo minus seven. Uh, 10 bucks pays 1100 Should I hedge or just ride it? 10 bucks, Ten bucks pays, pays 1100 uh, If you're going to hedge, uh, is the perfect hedge about 300 Probably. Is that about it? Yeah. You don't want to jinx your total if you hit the big one. I'd be three hundred for three thirty. I'd hedge it a little. I would. Yeah. I'd Nick. I'd hedge it a little. But and it's three hundred, like, right? That's the price. And yeah. And ultimately, like uh, if because you're not going to go it, halfway, right? It, no, you're not going to go half. If it costs you three hundred bucks, it costs you three hundred. I wouldn't say, oh, look what we lost out on. You'd still have a pretty nice payday, even if you missed that hedge tonight. You're still collecting eight hundred bucks. I would a little, Nick. It's hard to hit seven. It just is. You know, it, it's. I'd probably hedge a little bit on that. That'd be my advice. That way, at least you guarantee yourself a little profit, and you're not totally pissed by the end of the day, Nick. Good job on hitting six of the first seven, though. Yeah, nice job. That's impressive. Yeah. Tend to make uh, 1,100. Billy on the south side on ESPN 1000. Hey, Billy. Hey, what's up, Carm? What's up, man? Yep. How are you, Billy? Don't Second be a hero. Caller. Don't be a hero, Billy. Hey, well, I'll try not to be. Listen, I just got a couple questions, and, Yerk, I don't want you to... You know, say on the air that you, you know these things, but this Harbaugh thing getting suspended, I don't quite understand it. Uh, playing football, Yurk, you played football. You knew what the guy was going to run. You had a practice squad that the guy wore the guy's jersey. You knew when he was going to do it. I just don't understand how, unless you got a photograph of Harbaugh breaking into Penn State University to steal the playbook, everybody's doing this. So I don't know why they suspended him. I just want to hear your thoughts. I, it's cra- I mean, the whole, we've just been uh, saying this uh, the whole time, Billy. It does seem uh, pretty wild yeah. how hard they've gone after him. and uh, Somewhat silly, but Michigan won, right? Michigan won. And they've got what coming up? Maryland? Uh, I believe Maryland, Maryland before coming the Ohio State before game. Maryland coming up before the yes. Ohio State game? Before Ohio State, yeah. So Maryland's kind of an afterthought, right? They're going to go to Maryland. Yeah, I would They're think They're going to so. get it done. I would think so. And then the, the Ohio State's the big one. They playing Ohio State in the big house, or are they going to uh, this Columbus? Year they are at Columbus, I believe. Isn't that right, boys? Three, was it three last road year games? Big house? Three, Do I have that right? Wait a minute. Three road games in a row? 
Well, no, then maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. Maybe it is big house. I mean, My, who, who would uh, schedule that? What kind of athletic director would schedule that type of thing? Uh, the top of my head, I got to double check, Yerk. Maybe you are uh, correct on that. It is this year they are at home against Ohio State. Thank You're exactly you. Right. That so makes catch. sense. This yeah. year it is in the big house against you fire your athletic director. The Buckeyes. If he did that to you. Yeah, you probably would. You're right. The, the Wolverines are about a three touchdown favorite this weekend going to Maryland. Uh, this was post game uh, in Happy Valley on Saturday. I think most people are probably aware of this because it went viral. I was watching it live when it happened. It was kind of entertaining. To win on the road in this environment when there were doubts. Sherman, what does it mean to you? Well, I thank the Lord. Well, I thank Coach Harbaugh. Oh, love you, man. Love you, man. This is for you. For this university, the president. Our AD, we got the best players, best university, best alumni in the country. Love you guys. These guys right here, these guys right here, man. These guys did it. These guys did it, man. Talk to him, man. Yeah, talk to him. That was Blake Corum. His face all busted up. It was a pretty cool picture, actually. That's football right there, baby. That's old school football. His face all busted up. Uh, He dropped a couple of swear words as well. I was watching it live. I was entertained. The obvious joke that was made in the immediate aftermath is... uh, did Jim Harbaugh get suspended, or did he was he murdered yeah. over the weekend? I'm not sure. I don't know. I saw that live. I was sitting in yeah, the, the wing house. Live. I was at the wing house. The wing house, awesome. Yeah, right, just That's south awesome. of the stadium at That's the wing great. house. That is great. And we're watching that, and then he started breaking down in tears. I'm yeah. just like, what is happening? I think maybe Jim Harbaugh got murdered. We just don't know that. I'm uh, like, what has happened? It was wild, but they're they're rallying around Coach Harbaugh. And 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 Billy, to answer your question, yeah, well, Yurko and I have said all along we think it's kind of. It's kind of silly, and that they would come in on a Friday as his team's in the air yeah. and suspend him. Like, yeah. And then they'd even admit that, well, at this time, we have no direct knowledge or evidence that indicates Jim Harbaugh, Coach Harbaugh, knew yeah. what was going on. Uh, really? I mean, and that's what you do? While the, while the team's in the air on a Friday? Yeah. A bizarre, weird Who cares the whole thing. what the rest of the coaches in the Big Ten want? Nobody cares. But now he will be able to coach in the... Big Ten title game, guys, if right. they beat Ohio yes. State, right? He's for back the, for that one? for the regular season this only. just for the rest of the and regular season. How coach, convenient. And he can coach all week. How convenient. He can coach all week. So really, well, what is it? there's a hearing Friday. So he goes before a judge, a judge on, Friday, on Friday. And then judge. the judge could put in the restraining order, and technically they could just say, hey, you, you can know, coach? sit out one more game, uh, yeah, right. and then you can coach against. Because, like, the rules, like the, the, the NCAA and Big Ten rules say two games. So this was above the two games. Mm, okay. So the judge could rule two games. You already sat one. And he'll be back for the Ohio Maryland. State game. He'll be back for Ohio and State. And then Petiti or whatever his name is. Well, I suspended him for three. It just got overturned by a judge. How convenient all of it is. It's all a big show right now. Come yeah, on. It's a dog and pony it's show. It's a dog and pony show. 312-332-3776. Ring us up. We'll be right back. Zoning out on that Zoom meeting? Zoom, 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 Zoom. Find out what Carmen and Yurko were talking about. Tell your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000. High-level receiver, too. Six for 124. That went for 33 to come back to him. He got a blocker out ahead, and he's able to walk in. You know how else you can win? You draft guys like this. Yeah. That's part of it. It just changes everything. This is extra sweet for him. Born in Anaheim Hills, went to modern-day high school, then went to USC. And he comes back home with a whole flood of friends and family in the stands. And he gives him a touchdown play right here. 
I love the uh, Amon Ra versus Keenan Allen uh, back and forth. They don't play against each other, obviously, but wow, and both receivers just having monster days. Both offenses were great. Uh, the Chargers really got it in, in gear after those first couple of uh, possessions, which included, uh, I believe, the game's only turnover, but uh, the Chargers scored on their final five. Uh, did not matter as nice. the Lions win in the end. And uh, Dan Campbell pulled a... He pulled a baller move, so uh, it was uh, it was fourth and two, Yurko. Right uh, in the final minutes of the game, I think it was uh, you were they were under the, the two minute warning at that point, if I'm not mistaken. They were non field goal position. Well, no, they were. He was a you're looking oh, at a 44 yard field goal. Oh, it was only a 44 yard. I thought yep. they were a little further back. No, it was fourth and two. And uh, at the 26... He was looking nice the game. He didn't want them to get the ball back. There you go. There we go. Dan Campbell said, you know what? F it. Instead of kicking the 44-yarder and giving the ball back to Justin Herbert, who again had scored on his last five possessions. They didn't have an answer. They didn't have an answer. In the moment, was smart enough to say, we got to go and we got to get this. That's what they did. They picked up the first down. They bled the clock. They kicked an even shorter field goal. And it's a walk-off winner for the Lions. This was Campbell and Goff after the game. I think I wanted with the ball in our hands. I liked where we were at offensively. Uh, we were playing good. Goff was in a good spot. And uh, and I just I felt like that was the right thing to do. Some say it's a boneheaded move. And some say it's not. And I made the decision. And uh, and I stick by that decision. And had a good feeling you would go for it just like that area we were in. We kind of wanted to get an extra 5 or 10 yards to secure it. As well as, I'm sure in his head, he didn't want to give Justin the ball back with a minute and a half. So there was many factors going into that. But, yeah, he's got, he's got big balls, and he showed it there. And uh, it was, uh, it's a lot of fun when he puts the ball in our hands to, to make the play. I got news for you, Dan Campbell. It's not a boneheaded move. Yeah. And anybody that would tell you otherwise, tell them to go spit and jump in the lake. Well, if he doesn't get it, hey. and you give up the ball on the 44-yard line, and all they have to do is drive... Uh, 22 yards to kick a field goal themselves. I loved it. It's not a boneheaded move because you made it. Okay, it's that's the way that we life have to, works. It's too bad that we have to evaluate things it's that way, way because works. I think the process is important, yeah. and I think his process there was spot on. Good for you, Dan Campbell. And remember his press conference four years ago? Yep. Everybody was laughing at him. Yep. Nobody's laughing now. Yep. Nobody's laughing Arm. at Dan Campbell now. If you make it, you're a genius. If you don't make it, you're a fool. I'm just That's telling the way you, the world works. You are Sean probably Payton, right. Opening of the second half of the Super Bowl has an onside kick. They recover. What is he? I think. Cavalier. Genius. Daredevil. Striking what a gamble. Uh, riverboat gambler. Sean Payton. They recovered. They don't recover. You know what he is? He's a jackass and a fool. I think that is a very short-sighted way of viewing the world and decision-making. Mm-hmm. I Hear what you're saying. I got you. Thank I think you. the process is important. And, again, nobody's laughing at Dan Campbell now. Mm-hmm. Are they laughing and, at Mike McCarthy? Well, Mike McCarthy's a boob. I mean, he can't. Why? Co- I mean, he, Why? He, he, he went for it on fourth down early in the game. They missed it. The field <laughs> position helped him. Then they went for it on fourth down later on, and he made it. So is he suddenly a wonderful Not coach? Suddenly he's been a terrible you coach for a decade. You always make fun of him. Maybe he's coming your way now. Maybe he's thinking about fourth downs a little bit differently because of your influence. Dan Campbell went for it five times on fourth down. Yeah, he's a lunatic. Four, four, four for five. So the Bears look when the Bears opened um, after the Thursday night game. For the for week eleven, it's like hitting on sixteen when the dealer's showing a five. Well, that's bad. That'd be bad. <laughs> there 
there you go. I'll give you another scenario That'd be bad. where it could be lunacy. <laughs> That'd be lunacy. <laughs> uh, so the Bears opened like about a seven and a half, eight point dog, right? Uh-huh. At Detroit, week 11. This morning, they were nine and a half. You know what I'm looking at right now? The Bears are a ten and a half point dog. I'm not surprised. Bet that thing out. Keep betting it out. I'm going to tell you this right now. And I don't give many five-star blue plate specials oh boy. in my lifetime. I don't give many of those. But I'm seeing a perfect scenario up north at Hell's Hall. I'm seeing the storms all colliding, okay? I see it happening right now. George Clooney is in this picture along with Mark Wahlberg. And they're out there. Perfect storm. And they're way out there, Carm. The rogue wind. And they're catching marlins like there's no tomorrow, okay? (laughs) That's how it's going. Right now, I see a perfect storm brewing up at Hallis Hall. I don't give out many five-star blue plate specials, but this week, today, and today only, (laughs) only. on Monday, before we get into the week, (laughs) the play is, and you're going to have to look it up, Okay, Bears money line. Bears money line, boy. Bears it's be money like line. Plus seven hundred. Bears isn't it? money line. Stop the laughter over on that side. Plus three ninety. Plus three ninety right Whoa. now. Plus three ninety. Your wager, Carm. Right now, Yurko's calling it blue plate special. Wow. Pay for your Thanksgiving dinner today <laughs> by betting on the Bears money line plus three ninety. You heard it here first. Wow. Perfect storm of activity. Okay. The way this defense is playing against the run, Montgomery and Jameer Gibbs are not going to be a factor in this game. Okay. It's going to rely upon the shoulder of Jared Goff. Now, they've got some skill well, and some they talent. they do. They have a lot. They got it. Laporta. Yeah. St. Brown. They got yep. another guy there, too. They got a go lot. wild in the receiving position. I've got it. But this is the Justin Fields comeback game. Ooh. This is the one where he's coming back. Okay. Say, hello. I'm going to announce my presence with, with authority. The, with authority. It's the perfect scenario. It's a storm. And it's brewing at Hallis Hall. You know what it's doing? It's taking a direct flight right across Lake Michigan. All 37 miles across Lake Michigan. Then the rest of the way to Detroit. How many times do you think this century the Bears have been a dog of nine or more points against the Detroit Lions? Um, never. Okay, never's the guest for Yurko. Zero. Dalla. Oh, I mean, they had to have been, it's probably been, I'd say twice. Okay, twice. I I would say never. My logic would be when uh, Detroit made the playoffs before, the Bears' defense was good. Briggs, Erlacher, Tillman, they were here, and I don't think they were ever that big of an underdog, so I'd say never with Yurko. Abdallah hit it on the head twice. Oh, wow. There were two times. This will be, and I don't expect it going below nine, even if Justin Fields is cleared to return. If it is nine or more, this will be just the third time since the year 2000, okay? They haven't been a dog of nine-plus points against the Lions since week 16 of the uh, the 2014 season. You guys will remember why uh, now. That was the end of the Mark Trestman era, and Jimmy Clausen was the starter for crying out loud. The Bears were a uh, a nine-and-a-half or ten-point dog, I think it was, in that game. They ended up covering the spread. Uh, the only other time this century that the Bears were nine-plus point underdogs against the Lions was December 24th, 2000. I distinctly remember that day. I was, it was Christmas Eve. I was at my ex-girlfriend's house was at the Cornell time. Was that Cornell Stewart time? It, wasn't, uh, it might have been, but I remember the end. Do you remember the end? I re- distinctly remember the end of this game. It was the last week of the year. It was week 17. It was Christmas Eve of 2000. The Bears were 10-point dogs. And a Lions win was going to send them to the playoffs. Do you guys remember how that game ended? No. It was the great Paul Edinger kicking a 55-yard field goal at the gun 
for the Bears to not only cover, but win outright. Sling blade. As sling blade, as Yurko used to call them, as 10.5 point dogs, and they knocked. God, I'm trying to remember. Would it have been Wayne Fonsierk, or is that crazy? Would Wayne no, Bobby Ross? Yeah, maybe Bobby Ross. Bobby Ross. It probably was. Yeah, Wayne left, it, and Bobby Ross. It was when uh, Barry Sanders retired because he got sick of Bobby there Ross. There you go. So I think it was Bobby Ross's lines. They knocked him out of the playoffs. And as Bears fans, they didn't go to the playoffs. All we had to cheer for really was the fact that the Bears were knocking the Lions out of the playoffs. Those are the only two times this century that the Bears have been this big of an underdog like against it. the Lions. But Yurko's got them not only covering, and they have covered the Five two previous stars. times. He's got him winning outright. Blue a la Paul Edinger kicking a 55-yard field goal. I'll do the video at to home. To win it at the end. I've got a blue plate, and i got to find five stars. But I'm going to have a five-star blue plate special. All right, so it. this is the thing. When they lose, yeah. Rick, you have to smash the plate. That's not a problem. Over i got head. eight of them. No, over no, no. His, no, no, no you head. don't have to injure yourself. Just smash it. All right. That's great. 312-332-ESPN if you want to ring us up. And when they win? the conversation. Eat a big meal off the plate. And they win? Yeah. You have some lion meat. No. Oh, well, I don't know. I get you some lion meat. I don't think you can buy you it. Can you? you can't do that. Stop. Where are you going to buy lion meat from? We can find a substitute for lion meat. You don't think that all of our vast listeners couldn't get us some lion meat? Lion meat? Stop it. Come on. I think that's an we'll, illegal We'll get train. you one of these uh, pigeons out here on uh, State Street. Same yeah. thing. Lion, everybody give me pigeon. some medicine. Same. We'll call it lion, but it'll be venison. Listen, the lion potentially ate the. I'm feeling venison. good about that, Carm. I feel good. You about feel that. good about it? Wow! Yeah. I don't see the Bears beating the lions. I, listen, okay. they're going to be competitive. I saw some crazy stuff happening. I saw Cleveland come back against the Baltimore Ravens. I, yeah, we'll continue the to go around the best team in the NFL. I have a question for you guys. I just had a trivia question. This is more of a subjective question that I have for you guys coming up. Okay, about uh, a fine young player in this league. It's Carmen and Yurko. We'll be right back. Working from home? We're back in the office. Don't miss a minute of Carmen and Yurko. Just ask your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000. Response by the Houston Texans to that Bengal touchdown moments ago. First and goal. Stroud, he's got six. He's in for the touchdown. C.J. Stroud's second rushing touchdown this season. That good for eight yards. And the Texans back on top by a larger margin, 26-17. to 17. I am so impressed with C.J. Stroud. I know who isn't. And when he threw what looked like it would be a costly pick, it didn't matter. He still rallies his team uh, just I'm impressed with the Houston Texans in general I mean all of a sudden they're like forget about being one of the worst teams in the league they're like in playoff contention in the loaded AFC the Bears of course still don't have a 4,000 yard passer you know how many passing yards CJ Stroud is on pace for I bet you he's on pace without knowing his numbers okay I don't have him in front of me I know Tom. you don't uh, 4,800 yards. 4,960. Boom. C.J. Stroud is on pace for 5,000 yeah. yards. Yeah. That's quarterback. <laughs> uh, he already has four 300-yard passing games. Uh, here, and, and this is the great overreaction. You're I not going to get me negative. I'm, I'm a positive man by nature. <laughs> Yurko, I, that's what I love about you, Yurko. That's what I love about you so much. Uh, if in two years uh, he's awful and this was like a nine ten game flash in the pan, yeah. make sure you call back uh, and you could point right. this out. That's and fine. Mock you. I'm cool with it. But honestly, right now, if I started rattling off quarterbacks, how many would I get to? 
before you would say like and and, and like I don't know. And you how, put Stroud there. Yeah, like and I don't know the caveats for well, how good is my team? I'll bet. Let's say your team is a a, a window team. Like you've got a good football team. You got good players. You're uber competitive. Sorry to use the word uber. And you're like in a in a window. And so the quarterback matters, right? Like you feel like your team's got a shot. Who do you want your quarterback to be? How many names would I have to rip off before I got to CJ Stroud? And you, you guys said, yeah, we know a few. Patrick Mahomes, of course. You're taking him before CJ Stroud. Right? I've, I've got the exact number right now in my brain. You ready? Yes. I'd like to. I'm curious to know, like, how many? You'd have to get through 10 to 10 and a half names. Really? And the 11th one would be CJ Stroud. Okay. All right. And I don't think that's a big stretch because you're looking at four or five in the AFC that you're not even going to think about. You know what I'm saying? Would you guys agree? Is it about ten? You think Tua? Oh, what Tua? Josh Allen? Definitely. Yeah. Uh, I think yeah. CJ might be, go no, ahead of Tua. No, no, no. He's got to do a little bit more. Tua, uh, Allen, Lamar Jackson. I uh, go to uh, Mahomes. Mahomes for sure. And Herbert. Herbert. Okay. All right. And that, that's leaving Trevor Lawrence out of there too. I would Burrow. leave Trevor Lawrence out. Or Burrow, Burrow six. Yeah. Are you counting Aaron Rodgers? No. No. Jalen Hurts. Dak Prescott played his ass off. He's I know, playing his but ass man, off. oh man. So don't punish him for McCarthy. But Dallas, uh, 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 Dak Prescott. Then I go to the NFC North, and I don't mention a quarterback at all. I just go past it. As, my, as well as Jared Goff is playing, would you take C.J. Yeah. Stroud or Jared Goff? Uh, C.J. Stroud, because you're getting a financial deal on him, and you'd be able to improve your team elsewhere. Okay. So, yeah, I'd rather have Stroud than Goff. But I didn't mention Goff. See? I ain't got golf no, in that ten, I, ten and a half quarterback. I know. Um, uh, Purdy. Ooh, I think I might. No, I still got Purdy in there. Purdy's won a lot of games. No. And after that, <laughs> Dolly, hey, no. no. After that, that's all. Those are the ten quarterbacks that I got up there. It's still pretty impressive that yeah. like there's only maybe ten guys. And I don't you even asked know. Asked a serious question. I, did. I gave I, it serious I, thought. I appreciate what it. What a serious answer. I appreciate it. I don't know that I'd agree taking Brock Purdy ahead of him at this point. I definitely wouldn't take Trevor Lawrence ahead of him. I agree with you on that. That's why I didn't put him there. I know. You know what I did from yesterday is I moved him into the Dak Cousins level. You know, because those two guys are the perfect names that we can debate whether or not they're elite or they're right around the top 10. Yeah. And the guys who are better than Cousins and Dak are elite quarterbacks. Yeah, right. But, like, C.J. Stroud is right in that group. And if he plays well the rest of the season, I'm going to move him ahead of Dak yeah. and Cousins. He, and there are times that Dak quarterbacks and you're like, what? Sometimes, yeah. What? And then he plays the game he did yesterday yeah. and you're like, well. Same with Cousins, back. right? Yeah. Cousins yeah. is another yeah. good one. They very much are in that group. I know what you're talking about, Chris, of like they're almost sometimes it's head scratching because you want to believe that they're better than they are. And then they just, I don't know. Then they'll have stretches where you're like, well, I guess I was right. And then they'll have stretches where you go, man, they are really good. They're, they can be enigmatic sometimes almost. I am just so impressed with CJ's ability right now to uh, the way he seems to process, how accurate he is, uh, how well he delivers the football. It's incredible. He played yesterday on the road without our, maybe his best receiver in Nico Collins, who was who did not play with a calf injury. They listen, running backs, running backs. Yurko and I will tell you that all the time. They didn't have Damian Pierce, but you saw what Singleton did. Uh, Singletary did anyway. Right. I mean. But he's without a couple of his offensive playmakers, and all they do is go on the road and beat Joe Burrow in his stadium after trailing. I, I mean, I am blown away, and we talked about this on Friday. Think about maybe just the, the ripple effect that these things have 
Could the Houston Texans as an organization one day look back and go, thanks, Lovey. As pissed off as they were in the moment, right. are the Texans going to look back and go, Lovey, thank goodness you won that game and we didn't pick first. Now, maybe they would have picked CJ anyway. Maybe their decision makers would have landed on CJ and not a Bryce Young. I don't know. But could they look back someday and go, wow, thanks, Lovey Smith, because Bryce Young went first and we got C.J. Stroud. It's just amazing how well he looks through the first uh, half of the season. Detroit Mike's on ESPN 1000. Go ahead, Mikey. Hey, guys. Uh, so you're, if you're up for it, man, uh, when the Lions beat the Bears, I'll come in the studio. I'll have my game-worn Mike Compton jersey on. I'll have my Lions hard hat on. I'll get down on one knee, and I'll bite you right in the kneecap. Oh, that'd this is, be great. This is actually a really wonderful. Yeah. I think we need to. I'll do the opposite. So wait, you have to do that if the Bears win, right, Mike? Why would you do that if the Bears lose? Because we will have bitten the Bears' kneecaps off, so i got to bite Yurk's kneecap off. I don't know. I think it's better. Like, if the Bear, if Yurko's prediction comes to fruition, I think that's what you have to do if your Lions lose. That's pretty embarrassing to get down on a I'm knee not, and bite his kneecap. I'm not getting on a knee and biting anybody's anything. Ever. <laughs> I don't know. We'll have to flesh this out a little bit more. We'll flesh maybe. it out. Well, oh, Mikey, hold interesting. on. It's the an term inter- you Let's use. think about it during the week, Mike. Flesh this one out. And Mike does have that goofy hard hat and everything mm-hmm. else. We've seen him with it. You know. Mike Compton, offensive lineman. Yeah, yeah, right? I think so. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Mikey, we'll, we'll think of something during the week. We love Detroit Mike. He's come to events before He's because he's working on the job most of the time. Yes, he's he got is. that goofy Lions yeah, oh, yeah. hard hat. Oh, no, we see it. We see it before. Mikey, we'll, we'll, we'll figure hey, something out. This is my theme for the week. This is what I felt. I had a minor vibe. The Matt Eberflus press conference coming up live when that happens. Uh, right here on your home for Bears football. we got some other stuff to kind of spray around to in the 1 o'clock hour, including a few things off of football, even though we're pretty pretty football-centric and heavy, as we always are uh, during the season on Mondays. Uh, Week 10 in the books after one more Monday night game tonight. Then it's on to Week 11, Bears and Lions and all that other fun stuff. And will Justin be back in Week 11? It's Carmen and York. We're back in two minutes.